certainly I don't mean to be long before you today. I have a quick word that I'm going to drop into your spirits, and I pray that you've come ready to receive it. Mark, the fifth chapter. If you have your Bibles, Mark, the fifth chapter. And we're going to begin today at the 25th verse. We're still praying for the nation of Ukraine and everything that is going on there, that God would move and intercede even on those attacks that are going on. We're praying for our brothers and sisters. We are one body, even around the world. We are one body. Mark the fifth chapter, beginning at the 25th verse. And when you have it, would you just say amen? Amen. It reads like this. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years and suffered many things of the physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse when she had heard of Jesus came into the press and touched his garment for she said if I may touch but his clothes I shall be made whole Straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about into the press and said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging about thee. Uh, thou sayest, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing that what was done in her, he, she came and she fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. I want to pull from the 28th verse, if I can just take a few moments of your time this afternoon. The 28th verse that says, For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. I wonder if you would look at a neighbor this morning and just repeat the subject that we're going to talk from. It's a declarative statement here. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I need an interruption. Look at somebody else in here and repeat the subject. Say, neighbor, I need an interruption. Put your hands together. Give God praise. That's what we want to talk about this morning. I need an interruption. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, it's, it's, it's one thing to be found in a bad situation. But it's another thing to be in a bad situation and not have the power to get out of it. There are indeed situations that we encounter that as we are exposed to more and more of this life that we are able to glean and reflect back on to serve as some solace and structure for handling present day crisis. But then there are some situations that inconveniently and unexpectedly and undesirably erect themselves into our lives that challenge us past the ability that we know or feel we are able to handle. I want to know if there's anybody in this house this morning that can be honest enough this morning to admit that maybe they've been pushed and pressed into some situations and circumstances that seem to be above your own ability. 
The truth of the matter is, for some of us here this morning, this isn't always an easy thing to do because it isn't, it isn't always easy to expose the truth of what we lack and what we don't understand and what we aren't able to handle because it makes us look and feel as if we're weak. It make, makes us look and feel as if we're incapable. It makes us look and feel as if we're frail. It makes us look and feel as though we're human beings. The truth about humanity is that we don't always have all of the answers or the abilities to curtail or correct life situations. Come on, we're finally seeing the end of the light of a global pandemic. But if you go back and think about the very start of the pandemic, there wasn't a person on this globe out of the 7.7 billion people who were circling around the globe just as we are who had an answer or a response to handle such a crisis. And the reason why that was is because we are just human. We didn't know how to react to the reach of an unseen virus. We didn't know how to respond to the reasons given from the seats of power. We didn't know how to retaliate against the rushing waves of sickness and death. We didn't know because we're human. And even now with the looming threats of nuclear warfare being lifted in the Ukraine and with the number of the losses of life being lifted lavishly as we speak and nobody seeming to have a grip on a grievous and gruesome situation, it just reminds us that we're just human. And a lot of times because we're human, we don't, we don't want to feel as though we are unable to handle situations or simply not doing anything about the state that we may find ourselves in. We, we sometimes begin to make decisions and choices and actions thinking that we are changing our circumstances when in fact and indeed we are creating greater challenges for ourselves. I wish I had somebody talking back to me in here. And it's after we've tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed that at some point or another we have to face the very fact that there are some situations and some circumstances that we in our own power, strength, intellect, and finite wisdom cannot overcome on our own. Uh, Y'all not talking back to me. That no matter how hard or how many times we attempt to dig ourselves out of the situations and circumstances that we find ourselves in, that at some point or another, we are going to have to recognize that we need some help. I don't know what problems you might have packed when you came in here this morning and I don't know what kind of burdens you might have brought or I don't even really know the cycles that you may find yourself sitting in but I've come to find the honor section in here this morning that understands that you just might need just a little bit of help. Is there anybody amongst us today that understands that you find yourself in some precarious situations and circumstances and all you really need is some help. I've tried my ways and my ways have made situations worse. I've tried it my ways and nothing seems to be panning out. I've tried it my ways and I still find myself in trouble. I just need some help. I just need some intervention. I just need an interruption. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, what I need is an interruption. Mm. An interruption, an interruption, an interruption as defined by Merriam-Webster's is a break in the continuity of something. To interrupt is to, to stop by breaking in. An interruption 
is a game changer. An interruption is a pattern shifter. An interruption is a trendsetter. It's the end of what was and the beginning of what will be. And I wonder how many of us in this house this morning still believe that God is able to shift things in our lives. I wonder how many of us really still believe in divine interruptions. I wonder why it is that in this day the Christian body has dismissed and put into an archaic tomb the fact that God still does miracles. I used to hear stories when I grew up in church of of people who who would come into prayer meetings and they would enter in by their wheelchairs but leave on their legs. I, I used to hear stories of people who had blinded eyes and they left the situation with their eyes. So I used to hear stories of addictions that used to swallow people's lives and then them being destroyed. And I wonder why it is that the doctrine of miracles has become so irrelevant to the body of Christ. Don't you understand that the very foundation of our faith is built upon divine interruption. God's stepping down out of eternity interrupting the confines of humanity was a miracle y'all not talking back to me Jesus getting up from the grave was a miracle as a matter of fact the very fact that you're sitting here in this room and breathing in this very moment is a miracle God parting the thread between death and life while you were style in your subconsciousness is a miracle is there anybody in here that understands that God is still able to do miracles He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. What is a miracle? A miracle is a supernatural interruption to a natural circumstance. It, it, it's the place or, or the posture or the position that God specializes in the best that when we have reached the pinnacle of our finite abilities as mankind, God is able to surpass and supersede what is impossible for us. For with God, there shall be nothing that's impossible. I wish I had a church in here that believed that with God, nothing shall be impossible. And it's when we find ourselves in impossible situations in our lives that the believer should want God to interrupt on our behalf. Look at somebody again and just say, neighbor, what I need is an interruption. I got to get to the body of this because I feel like preaching early, but I'm really trying to go through here. Today, today in our text, we find ourselves in one of the shortest of the synoptic gospels. The book of Mark depicts our Lord and Savior as a servant and as a sacrifice. Out of all four of the recordings of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Mark's recording included the most miracles performed by Jesus. And it's in our text today that we find a woman who's on the start of this woman's history month that was in need of an interruption. Come on here. I wonder if there are any sisters in here today that might understand that you're in need of an interruption. Can I have my brothers help me out? Because I need a brother in here that may be able to understand that where you're finding yourself this morning, you're in need of an interruption. Interruption, and so in the text, and so in the text, Mark Mark doesn't give us the name of the woman, the woman, but rather records her circumstance. And I promise I'm going to preach, but I just want to give you a little bit of context. Jesus, Jesus, after after just finishing delivering a man who was who was laden with an unclean spirit, he was living inside of a, a tomb, inside of a graveyard. And Jesus performs a miracle by casting that spirit outside of the man and letting him go free. 
after he performs that miracle, he boarded a ship and went over to the other side of the sea where he was met by a leader of the synagogue by the name of Jairus. Y'all, some of y'all in here know the story. And when Jairus came running on to Jesus, he said, Jesus, Jesus, G Jesus, Jesus, I, I need you right now. My daughter lies at the point of death. And what I need you to do is come and lay your hands upon her. Because I understand that if you come and lay your hands upon her, what was supposed to happen can be interrupted in her life. Y'all not talking back to me. How many of you know Jesus is a miracle worker? And so the Bible says that while Jesus agreed to go and heal this woman by the name of uh, Jairus' daughter, um, the Bible says that there was a certain woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. The Bible tells us that, that, that she spent all of her money, all of her finances, all of her resources trying to correct an issue and it was no better than when she started. Point number one for those of you that are taking notes today. I want you to note one thing here. I want us to look at the determination of this woman. I want us to look at the determination of this woman. Uh, saying that you need an interruption means that you have to want out of the situation that you're in. Sometimes we can feel uh, that we can't fix whatever it is that we feel that we can't fix. Sometimes we tend to make our bed in and get very comfortable. We, we make excuses for the dysfunction that we find ourselves in. But at some point or another, you have to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. At some point or another, you have to recognize that, 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 that how I am and what I am and where I am is not what God said. Y'all not talking back to me. It wasn't, it wasn't his plan for me always to be sick. It wasn't his plan for me always to be broken. It wasn't his plan for me always to be impoverished. It wasn't his plan for me always to be marginal. But God said in his word, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. How many of you in here know that God didn't intend for you to be stuck in the situations and the circumstances that you find yourself in? But God has greater for you wherever it is that you're headed to look at somebody and say neighbor I, I need uh, an interruption she tried all that she could in her own power to correct the situation and the bible says that nothing became better everything became worse because there are some things that only God can do Y'all not talking back to me. He, he's, he's the self-certified mechanic over our lives. He, he's the manufacturer of our lives. He, he knows every single crack and crevice of us. And so if there's anything inside of us that's not right, if there's anything that's not going according to plan, you have to understand that there's only one source that we can turn to when we find ourselves in diverse temptations. Y'all not talking back to me. There's only one miracle worker, only one promise keeper, only one light in the dark. I wish I had a church in here that would talk back to me. God is a miracle worker. Point number two, because I feel like working here. Uh, uh, the Bible says that when she heard of Jesus, something inside it, she, she, she couldn't stay where she, she began to move after him. When you hear of Jesus, and you're in a circumstance in a situation you can't hear that God is passing by and not move 
you can't hear that he's able to heal you and and not you can't hear that he's able to provide for you and not you can't hear that he's able to deliver you and not move because something down on the inside of you is drawn to what it is that he's able to do for you I wonder if there's anybody in here who has tried other things but when you heard of Jesus you understood that there was a drawing you understood that there was an insatiable desire that where he was I had to find myself because if I find myself inside of his presence everything about my life will change everything about my situations will change everything about my circumstances will change I want to be where Jesus is she heard that Jesus was passing by and she made a determination within herself to press into his presence Point number three, when, when it is that you hear him and when it is that you finally get to the place of wanting him, what has to happen after that is that you must believe. The Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to plead for those that come see if you're gonna come you you have to come correct yeah you have to come correct but those that come to God must first believe and believe that he is a rewarder of those that diligent I wish I had somebody in here that knew that word that diligently seek him what I want you to understand is that your faith will unlock an interruption in your life what I want you to understand is that for miracles signs and wonders to take place you must first believe mm. I, I, preacher I wonder now that you told me uh, uh, that once I hear him I have to move and, and, and when I when I hear him I have to want him and when I hear him I have to believe can you tell me how do I get this miracle if you keep reading the story about what happened to the woman with the issue of blood you will find that the currency used for miracles was her faith faith sometimes can be a challenging thing to wrap your mind around Faith sometimes can, can cost your intellect. Uh, faith sometimes can, can cost your fears. Faith sometimes can, can cost your experiential wisdom. But faith will cause the supernatural to interrupt your natural. And because she had faith, the Bible declares that a she was made whole i feel like getting out of here now and look at your neighbor and say neighbor I, what i need is an interruption i don't know why you climbed out of bed this morning and and i don't know why you decided to press your way up north main street i don't know why you find yourself digital church scrolling and clicking this morning 
but I decided to press my way to the house of God because I understood that what I needed in my life uh, was an interruption I was tired of my sad stories and I was tired of falling and failing and I was tired of being swung around in cycles what I decided today is that what I need is God to interrupt my problem it's for God to interrupt my dysfunction it's for God to interrupt my poverty it's for God to interrupt my emotions it's for God to interrupt the problems of my family and I heard of a man who hung on a tree I heard of a man who died for you and me I heard of a man that sacrificed his life I heard of a man his name is Jesus Christ and I just wonder if there's anybody in here this morning who has ever heard of the name of the Lord the Bible tells me that the name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous can run into that name the believer can run into that name the expecter can run into that name and they can find themselves in safe there because they would understand when they get into his presence that there's the fullness of joy and his right hand of pleasures forevermore is there anybody in here who understand this morning that all you need to do to find an eruption in your life is get into the presence of God the presence of God reminds me that that he's a miracle worker the presence of God reminds me that he's always true to his promise the, 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 the promises and the presence of God reminds me that he still interrupts darkness with his light and, and, and because of who he is because of who he is because of who he is I understand that he's consistent and I understand that he's faithful and I understand that he's concerned about me so I can cast all of my cares upon the Lord and because he cares for me he's not going let me sit in the darkness he's not gonna let me sit in my brokenness he's not gonna let me sit in my confusion he's not gonna let me sit in my con dysfunction but he's gonna step in is there anybody in here that understand that God is getting ready to step in God is getting ready to move God is getting ready to move you into a greater place if you believe it I want you to praise him I just wonder where the section is of this congregation who still believes uh, that he's able look at your neighbor and testify and say neighbor he's able he interrupted the plan of the enemy over my life uh, what I should have been uh, what I could have been uh, where I should have been God interrupted it uh, when I was in bad situations hanging out with the wrong people out at the wrong time at night in the wrong job situations God moved it for my good he stepped in and divinely interrupted it is there anybody in here that has that testimony that God is an interrupter he's a miracle worker he's a promise keeper he's still able if you know he's able I dare you 
his shout in this place I dare you praise him now because you understand that where you are this morning it's not the end of your story but you showed up for an interruption you showed up because God's getting ready to move you showed up because God's getting ready to show you greater than where you are now somebody praise him They used to sing a song in the old church. They would sing a song, pass me not, oh gentle savior, hear my humble cry. While others thou art calling, Lord, don't you pass me by. I need you to interrupt my problem. Lord, I don't want to be stuck anymore. I'm willing to give it over to you. I'm willing to sacrifice it. I'm willing to let it go. I've tried everything else and everything else failed me. But I'm willing to stand on the word of God that says with his stripes, I'm healed. I want to stand on the word of God that tells me that I'm above and not beneath I want to stand on the word of God that tells me that I'm a lender and not a borrower I want to stand on the word of God that says it'll save me and my family I want to stand on the word of God that tells me that there are excellent plans for my life I want to stand on the word of God that tells me that in the end of this suffering I shall reap a harvest if I faint not if there's anybody in here that understand that the promises of God are still yesterday Amen. Give God a shout of praise. You're not praising him like you know he's getting ready to do it. I need somebody that has faith this morning to ignite your faith, stir your faith. I want you to hear the word of the Lord telling you that there's an interruption. Ukraine, would you hear me? There's getting ready to be an interruption. God's getting ready to step in. God's not going to forsake you. God's not going to leave you. There's getting ready to be an interruption. Somebody give God praise. They're getting ready. They're getting ready. There's getting ready to be an interruption. There's getting ready to be an interruption to your situation, to your circumstance. How you came in here this morning, it's already changing. My brother and my sister, grab a hold to your faith. Grab a hold to your faith. Faith is the evidence and it is the substance for what you need. I wish I had somebody in here that would remove doubt out of their mind, that would snatch the lies of the enemy out of their mind that would snatch the lies of people out of your mind and stand on God's word again stand on God's word again just getting ready to be an interruption praise him I just believe God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I could ask or think. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. He's a miracle worker. He's the same God in the Bible. He can still open eyes. He can still break up stony hearts. He can still correct confused minds. Is there anybody in here that know that God is a miracle worker? 
praise him like you know who he is. Praise him like you expect what he's getting ready to do. Praise him until you see the shift happen. Praise him until situations change. Praise him until you see your life rearranged. Praise him. I feel the command to tell the people to praise him. Don't you remember what happened at Jericho when the people began to praise him? There was an interruption. There was an interruption. The walls begin to fall down. I wonder if there's anybody in here that understand that they need walls to fall down in their life. Praise him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Praise and believer. Praise and believer. Praise and believer. He inhabits the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. He inhabits the praises of his people. Praise him. Everybody's standing. Everybody's standing. Everybody's standing. The woman with the issue of blood understood and wanted to be out of the circumstance that she found herself in. And when she realized that she couldn't do it by natural means, when she recognized that after 12 years of, of being uh, discounted and, 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 and to be shut away from people because people couldn't come around her, she was considered unclean. She was considered an outcast. After all of those years, she understood after trying and trying and trying and trying that she needed an interruption. That she needed somebody that had greater power, somebody that had greater strength, somebody that had greater ability to step in on her behalf. And when she heard of Jesus, faith ignited in her, a flame ignited in her, a wanting desired in her. And she said it to herself that if I don't move now, I will be stuck in the same situation, the same circumstance that I was stuck in for the last 12 years. This is my moment for an interruption, for a change, for a shift. And I wonder how many of us may be found here this morning and you're dealing with life. Come on, can we just be real for a second? Can we just drop the spirituality? I know that we're coming here looking good. I know that our ties are straight and our cologne is just right. But some of us, you're like perfume. I know it's Woman's History Month in here. But, but, but I wonder how many of you are really dealing with life. That after the shout is over and after the sermon is over and after the organ whirling stops, that you're getting ready to go home to a bedroom and close the door and deal with your life. Situations that seem impossible, situations that seem stagnant, situations that seem like they'll never change. Don't you understand that God is able to interrupt it for you? Don't you understand that what God desires for you is greater than where you are right now? 
It's a choice to believe. It's a choice to want him. It's a choice that after you hear that the, that the miracle worker is in your vicinity, to not stay where you are, not to stay discouraged, not to stay in doubt, but to get up from where you are and go after him. To get up from where you are, to get up out of your poverty, to get up out of your confusion, to get up out of your depression, to get up out of your insecurity, to get up out of every problem that's been wrapping itself around you, chaining your life down and not allowing for the forward mobility that God desires. When you hear of a miracle worker, to believe that this is the day that the Lord has made for me to be free, to be liberated, to be completely exonerated from the past that I come from. Believers, what I believe that we need is an interruption. I don't know about anybody else in this house, but I just want to see another miracle. I just, I just want to see God do something supernatural, something that I could never fathom, something that I could never think about. I just want to see God do what he does. My pastor, if he were here, he would say, watch my God work. I want to see the works of God in my life. I want to see the works of God in my life. But before I'm able to do that, there's a first interruption that has to be made. You see, like I told you, God is always interrupted. In the very beginning books of the Bible, you'll find that he spoke into nothing and created everything. That was an interruption. You'll find how he, he led the children out of Israel with miracle signs and wonders, a pillar of fire by day and a pillar of cloud by, a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. That was a miracle. Manna in the wilderness when there was no provision, it was an interruption. And the most important interruption of all was when that angel came to Mary and said, Behold, Mary, the Lord has found favor interrupted a woman that was getting ready to get married getting ready to start her life getting ready to go into what she would think would be the best parts of her life Jesus needed a vehicle to interrupt the cycle of sin of humanity and I wonder if there's anybody in here this afternoon that understands that you're not in this room you're not in this place you're not in this moment by accident because God just wanted to interrupt some things going on in your life but before he can interrupt, you have to first believe. You have to first believe. Jesus came to the earth, he lived, he died, he rose again to interrupt our sinful cycles because he wanted to be in a relationship with us. He wanted to show us that there's greater in us than we could even think or imagine. And so today, as I get ready to close, I just, I just wanna, make that declaration again and actually I want to ask it as a question do you find yourself needing an interruption in your life is there anybody in this house today that 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 understands that you might be disconnected from God you you might be far from God and and, and you're stuck in cycles that that are no good for you no matter how much good you try to be you try to be a good person you you try to be a moral standing character an outstanding citizen of society but it's never any good for you because it can't cure the sin-sick soul. 
I wonder if there's anybody in this house today that 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 arrived here that 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 pressed their way up that North Main Street that clicked on here by live stream and you understand that you need an interruption in your life I, I need to be purged I need to be cleaned I need I need to be changed because I keep destroying myself Leandria Johnson said it like this Lord deliver me from me because all I do is hurt myself and destroy the plans that God has for my life every head bowed every eye closed in this house today father we're here because we need an interruption from you it's no mistake that we're gathered as the body of believers today Lord we believe that you wanted to interrupt our lives with your grace, with your mercy, with your kindness, with your love that surrounds us, Lord, it reminds us that we are your own. And so, Father, I have the appeal here. If there's anybody in this house today that, that understands that maybe you're stuck in some cycles and you need an interruption from the Lord Jesus Christ, that you want to accept the sacrifice that he made just for you, just for you, just for you. If it hadn't been for anybody else, he was concerned about you. He saw the problems and the pains and, and, and the problems that you found yourself surrounded by that, that just made you not want to go on. If there's anybody in this house today that understands that you need that interruption, I just want you to kindly slip up that hand. Nobody is looking. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. This is a moment for change this is a moment for shifting if there's anybody under the sound of my voice today that understands that you need the Lord Jesus Christ in a greater way and you need him to interrupt you God bless you my sister God bless you my sister God bless you God bless come on can we put our hands together for those that understand that they need the interruption in their life come on there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus there's no condemnation every single one of us had to come the same way from the back of the church even up into the pulpit the one speaking to you has to go back to God and ask him to interrupt himself if there's those that are watching by live stream today and you say to yourself that you need that interruption you need that supernatural interruption to your natural circumstances well, we want to lift our hands and pray with you and invite you back into the family of God would everybody just repeat after me say father I need you and I love you I understand that what I need is an interruption from you. So I give you permission, interrupt my life, come into my life for the rest of my life. Wash me, purge me, make me clean, make me new, make me in a right relationship with you. And so, Father, as those that have prayed by faith and made the profession that you are the Lord Jesus Christ over their life, Father, I pray that you would change them, that you would transform them, that you would mold them and shape them into everything that you have them to be, Lord. They are not their past. They are not what they find themselves stuck in. But, Father, we understand today that you have greater plans for every believer. Greater plans, greater plans, greater plans. And, Father, we speak liberation right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord God, we speak against the chains that are holding their life, every form of bondage, every yoke that comes comes to keep them captive father we speak against it in the name of the Lord Jesus father and we thank you now today Lord that you are setting the captive free that you are delivering that you are healing Lord God that you are working miracles that you are doing signs father God and that you are working wonders in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ I pray that you save completely Lord God no residue of the past make them a new creature by your word and by your power in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ come on somebody in here give God a shout of praise in this house 
That's not a shout of praise. I say, give God a shout of praise in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For those of you that are watching by live stream today and you've decided to make the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, can I tell you as a firsthand experiencer that you have made the very best decision that you have ever made in your life. There is nothing that I could suggest more than putting your faith, putting your trust inside of a man who cannot and will not fail you. And so those of you that have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ today as your Savior, they're going to have some words that come up on the screen. We want to keep in contact with you. We want to make sure that you are diligently connected to this body of believers that's here at Perfecting Faith Church. You're going to see some words that come up on your screen, and you're just going to see, I prayed that prayer. I prayed that prayer. We want you to type that in so that just as we're doing inside of the sanctuary and we're fellowshipping with those that have come back into the body of believers, we want to welcome you formally back into the body of believers. Come on, somebody give God another shout of praise in here today for those that have received salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about anybody else in here, but what I need is an interruption. Uh, Y'all not talking that to me. I said I need... An interruption. Everybody's standing in this house. We're getting ready to be dismissed. We're getting ready to be dismissed. For those of us that are staying today, we're having our baptism Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're getting ready to, to baptize these wonderful people that have accepted the Lord and have made their profession in the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ into the body of believers. As they go down into that water and come back up, symbolizing the new life that they have in Christ. We thank God for all of those. Hallelujah, the candidates that are here for baptism. I pray that every single one of you was blessed in here. Also, we want to make sure that we remind you of our Resurrection Sunday celebration. We celebrate the interruption that Jesus made. Hallelujah for every single one of us. Come on, everybody standing one more time. Let's lift our hands. We're getting ready to be dismissed. Father, we thank you for everything that we heard in this house today. Father, I pray that the word that was spoken would fall onto the good ground of our heart, Lord. Father God, that it would bring forth the fruit that you've intended for it to bring forth. Father, today we ask and we intercede and we tell you that we need an interruption. And Father, we believe you that even as we come after you, Lord God, you are able to see everything that is wrong with us and correct it, Lord. See every situation, every circumstance, every problem and every pain. Father, we thank you today that you are a miracle worker and that you are true to your word and that you are a promise keeper, Father. We thank you, Lord, that as we get ready to leave this place, but never ever your presence, that as we leave, Lord, you're giving your angels charge over us to watch us in all of our ways, that no matter how we leave this place, whether by foot or by train or by car, Lord God, you are covering us as we go. And so the next time that we should come back into this place to lift up your holy and righteous name, we will forever give you all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. And to this, all the people of God would declare amen and amen. From Perfecting Faith Church, where ministry means people, walk in the favor of our God. God bless you. God bless you.